Hello and welcome to Box Cutters, episode 188. I think you need a cup of tea. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, John Richards. Hello, listener. And to my right, Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewer. No, you don't pretend, okay? Because John's really sick. I'm, I'm not convinced I'm going to make it through the whole episode. That's how sick I am. He's, so we'll, we'll see how this goes. He, he's, I like his, his eyes aren't red. Uh, he's not sniffling. There's no tissue or mankerchief uh, action going on. <laughs> he, how do you know about my mankerchief action? He, he, <laughs> he, he looks like he's about to pass out. Mm. He does. So that'll be interesting for listeners at home. That's, that's this week's quiz. At what point will John pass out during the show? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there, there, there are times that we'll just play... Pre-recorded John bits, so you won't so you know. Won't know. But, you won't know. But he will be passed out at some stage mm. during the show. Uh, also, Just lolling about on the floor. <laughs> also during the show, we may or may not have a guest. <laughs> yeah, it's a mystery. Throw caution to the wind. <laughs> Who knows? Not us. It'll be fun uh, if we do have a guest. He's going to be great. Actually, <laughs> we may have him on the line direct from Triple R. <laughs> <laughs> We might, we might, we should... Uh, we, we should ring up and we, just should, cause, cause we're make not sure at, that they're aware that he may turn up. We're not at Triple R at the uh, lovely Joy 94.9 studios this week. Uh, and, uh, and speaking of places that we are and how we tend to be places, you know how we sometimes get to places is via our hosting. And if you want to help us out with the uh, costs to our hosting and, and some of the associated costs with... with um, it's a terrible segue, wasn't it, John? I mean, it was just that you're shilling at the beginning of the program. I, I wasn't expecting that. Really? <laughs> yeah, you know. I just, I just thought, you know, get it out of the I way. Put it, put it at the back somewhere. Just, if, you know. It's like after the meal, then the chocolates. I'm saying, now, if you feel like it, you can... Uh, just go onto the boxcutters.net site and uh, and donate uh, and help us stick around. As always, though, oh hang on, we've got other things. What uh, have we got? We've we, we've got a, 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 a I don't buy it. We've got letters to boxcutters. Things you may have we've missed. We've got things you may have missed. Yes. As always, though, we're going to kick things off with the boxcutters news. <laughs> Been a busy week for you, Josh Cannell. You know what? I don't have anything to do with any of this. It, it's maybe Ed McMahon, but <laughs> uh, you, you may have heard during the week that uh, Ed McMahon, sidekick to Johnny Carson for many years, and uh, and also known pop culturally as the uh, the guy with the uh, male sweet yeah sweepstakes. Uh, he passed away during the week. As did Farrah Fawcett, who had uh, severe cancer for a, a very long time. Fully expected to, yep. Yes, and, uh, and surprise, and nothing to do with me at all, but possibly the chaser, Michael Jackson. Uh, Michael Jackson died. I don't know if you heard about that. I didn't hear about the chaser connection. Uh, you didn't hear about Michael Jackson dying? I heard about He's, Michael Jackson he, dying. A stingray through the chest. I, I believe he, he was a, a popular musical act, is that right? Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yes, he was... Uh, a big combo. He was, oh, you know... Uh, you Beat know, combo. <laughs> I, think, I think he was more jazz. Right. You know, yeah. Jermaine Jackson, who uh, appeared in an episode of Facts of Life. Of course. Right. His brother. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Jermaine's brother. What about Tito Jackson? 
Uh, yeah, yes. Yes, his brother. Oh. No, so it wasn't Tito. Oh, right. It was someone other than Tito. Janet Jackson. No, that's a sister. Oh, Sometimes okay. it's hard to tell. Right. Latoya, Latoya Jackson. I don't think is, uh, is any gender. Anyway, Chico Jackson. Who, who else is dead? Action Jackson. Action Jackson. Mark Jacko Jackson, no. He's Samuel L. Jackson? No, alive. alive. Have you just killed Jacko? Andrew Jackson, former president of the United States of America. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely that was Josh. But, but something you may not have heard... Is uh, Billy Mays, who is the man who pretty much uh, single-handedly started Pitchmen on television. Uh, he is uh, so Pitchmen are the, the people like uh, the Easy Off Bam guy or any infomercial oh. guys that you see uh, that that are just trying to sell stuff to you constantly. The time life records at the moment. Yeah, c- kind of like that. So mm-hmm. hi, I'm blah blah blah, and here's oh. But, how much would you expect to pay? He came up with the, the phrase, how much would you expect to pay? And don't answer oh. yet, but wait, there's more. All of that stuff, Billy Mays. He's, he's like the American Tim Shaw. He's like the American Tim Shaw, except he came before Tim Shaw and, uh, and was a lot better than Tim Shaw. He started off uh, in Atlantic City on the boardwalk, uh, spruiking there. They don't call it spruking in... Uh, see, we would just call it spruking. Well, no, what no. do they call it then? P- pitching. Yeah. Pitch manning. Pitch manning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is a, a, lovely, uh, a lovely valley area in uh, North Dakota. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to so, pitch manning North Dakota. So he's dead is what you're trying to tell me. He has died uh, of... Uh, I'm not sure. It's, I think it's just... Uh, Death. His, yeah. He was found dead in his home in Tampa, Florida. He was only 50 years old. Uh, and yeah, known as the king of infomercials. If you want to hear a lot more about him, though, uh, on the media, which is a, a show that I listen to regularly uh, from the US, uh, recently did a story on Pitchmen. Is that a show called The Media or no, on, the media on the Media? Is the name of the show? I actually okay. do know what he died from. It's a really weird story. He was on a uh, he was doing a, a publicity tour for for Pitchmen, the, the, the series. Yes, he was on a, a flight. Um, it ran into turbulence, I think, and something from the overhead locker apparently hit him on the head. He made some jokes about it afterwards, going, "Oh, I, I got hit pretty hard, but I've got a pretty hard head." And then the next day, he never woke up. Oh, that that's, that weirdly enough is a, is the creepy story. That is that is that is terrible. Yeah, it's really and his poor wife just you know went hey get up honey oh you're dead right probably with a bit more emotion than that because she was probably closer to him than I was. <laughs> probably, you were pretty close. Oh, I mean, we were pretty close. Yeah, we had similar beards, but you know, <laughs> but um, I wasn't as close as, her, as she was. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. So uh, so sad, sad to see that uh, B- Billy Mays has gone. If you do want to find out more about him, though, yes, he did. Uh, he, did just do a series called Pitchman, uh, but also on the media, the program from WNYC in New York uh, did a, a, a segment about Pitchmen and their role in television advertising. Uh, I'll put a link to that on the blog. And uh, repairing roads and roofs in the US with their pitch. Uh, sure. Sure. It's actually, actually the, the term comes from uh, the man in the very famous American Gothic painting. <laughs> With the pitchfork. Yes. Ah, yeah, the yes. original pitchfork, Ben. Yeah. Um, I just heard <laughs> down here that Ed McMahon's died, but you've kind of already covered that. Uh, basically, Ed McMahon, he's dead. And um, I did like that there was this lovely phrase from uh, the, that uh, one of the magazines called him the best sidekick ever. 
uh, which I thought was... Entertainment Weekly considered him one of the greatest sidekicks, which is somehow just a mean thing to tell someone. You know, it's like, you've made it to the list of top sidekicks. Well done, you. What about Denise Drysdale? Well, she's probably on there. As I said, one of. Didn't say he was the best one. He wasn't the best sidekick. (laughs) He was just one of He was just one of. He came up with the phrase, here's Johnny, which we would know him from. Um, Mm. He died from a monk. I thought that was Jack Nicholson. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Jack Nicholson in The Shining. (laughs) No, not many people know that. Um, He suffered a multitude of health problems, according to his family. It all sounds quite quite horrible. So I think probably a bit of a a blessing for Ed McMahon, 86 years old and now no longer with us. He was also the co-host with Dick Clark of TV's Bloopers and Practical Jokes. Yes, he was. He was. Yes, he was, which is which is probably where Australian audiences will know him best Pro- from. Probably, yeah. Because while we did get the uh, the Joan Carson show on Channel 9 many, many years ago, uh, it was never primetime. And mm-hmm. uh, TV's funniest bloopers won through a million. He, uh, he's also briefly in the, uh, in the 2005 film version of Bewitched. Is he? So again, Australians will know him best from TV's bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you who's not dead, though. Not dead. Jeff Goldblum. And uh, you wouldn't know that uh, if you're a Today viewer and uh, just caught the first of, uh, I believe it was the first of Richard Wilkins' little uh, segments on the show to announcing Michael Jackson's demise. Um, apparently, Richard Wilkins got a little bit teary on air as he was discovering this and announcing it. Uh, but he was also taken in by, uh, because some of the some of the very early news about uh, Jackson having the being found uh, motionless and uh, then being taken to the hospital was, uh, was publicised through Twitter and uh, something else that came up at the same time referencing a faux news uh, page was that Jeff Goldblum had also passed away after falling off a mountain in New in Zealand, New Zealand yeah. uh, at, at a golf he was, course. He was uh, while filming. Was yeah, it, it was, on a golf course? It was a, a, a cliff on a golf course in New Zealand while he was filming. Busy man. Ah. But there's actually a timeline on Crikey of uh, of the Michael Jackson coverage, which is quite interesting because they they mentioned that uh, uh, Big Dick Wilkins actually mentioned him at least twice this this death and there's uh, a, of Jeff Goldblum of Jeff Goldblum's and there's a reference to the fact that apparently some other station mentioned it on air too and then got corrected on air that uh-huh. uh, that yeah that in fact um, Goldblum well, well, not Carl dead. and uh, and the uh, interchangeable woman next to him did come back and and explain that uh, it wasn't correct later on in the program lisa Lisa wilkinson nobody knows who she is lisa wilkinson who held it together while carl post logies is a little bit uh interesting thing about that because because since since carl uh showed his humanity by getting maybe pissed um he and his brother have been uh, picked up as uh, station leads basically uh channel nine with uh, um, uh the random acts of kindness and putting him on for uh the the special on jackson on friday night was it saturday night whenever it was apparently it was awful um and and they're, they're giving him a lot of airtime at the moment, uh, very much uh, the the face of Channel Nine. Also well, on uh, well, the Today what I'm, Show, what I'm though, saying, I'm Brett, on... is Lisa Wilkinson is a uh, re- respectful <laughs> and very good host. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I but don't she's think she's interchangeable. interchangeable. I don't yeah. think she is. She who must be boned was there, and uh, no, 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 how many other just because she's replaced just because she's replaced somebody there. doesn't mean that uh, that she herself is interchangeable. Uh-huh. The others clearly were. But Lisa Wilkinson has done a great job thus far. Okay. I'm just saying. Maybe, maybe that's because she's got just the right amount of fuckability about her. That, oh, that, Brett. That uh, 
she's to be kept on. Um, but you also on the say, Today Show. You can't say that at Joy. <laughs> also on the Today Show. Um, Richard Reed, who's uh, today's Hollywood camp gossip guy. Um, uh, he's interminable. It was just, he, just, is, he is horrible. It was just when you said the sentence, I thought you said he was today's there's always one the yeah yeah show. i was just like just today's tomorrow there'll be another one but they're interchangeable but yeah uh, like lisa wilkinson yeah like lisa wilkinson uh, apparently before uh michael jackson's death had said uh he's been like benjamin button in reverse in recent years um and then uh on trying to confirm the death asked a contact of his is michael jackson 100 percent dead <laughs> Uh, Dying. Can, can, can I point out that being like Benjamin Button in reverse is just Doesn't being like everybody else? <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's lovely. Isn't it? I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. That's that's just like yeah. he's like everybody else. See, not only is he annoying, but what he says doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense no. at all. Uh, the, uh, the but see, this is the thing. You know, you shouldn't be able to go to air without first going. Can we check that to someone? Mm-hmm. You, like. Just taking something off Twitter and going to air with it. Clearly, that's why Richard Wilkins should not be on television. Oh, there are so many other reasons why he should not be on television. But this, but but this is just one amongst like, the this, multitude. This is a, a perfect example of how he's he's not a journalist. He's not an entertainment reporter. He's uh, not a monkey's uncle. He's nothing. He's nothing, and he gets his news and- from Twitter. Whereas he could just go, oh, I saw this thing at tw- on Twitter, a, a, a little control tab in a new tab, news.google.com, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, search Did? for that, no. and it'll say Jeff Goldblum, filming in New York City, which he was. Mm-hmm. Or it might say, as I saw, Jeff, Go- Jeff Goldblum, not dead, hoax. Yes. Very simple. Mm-hmm. Check yes. with that. Yes. Yes. Boo. Richard Wilkins. He, he, he couldn't read the internet because he had tears <coughs> blocking his vision. He was dancing with tears in his eyes. Is is that a reference to something? It, it, it's a, it's an old song from the eighties. Okay, it's not a Michael Jackson one though. If I managed to make it a Michael Jackson one, it would be more pertinent. Yeah, he was. He, he got tears from looking at the man in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Surely his finest work. <laughs> uh, Comcast and Time Warner in uh, the US have uh, have announced that they are going to do an ambitious pilot program that uh, will try to convince their customers that TV on the web should not be free. It's a service called TV Everywhere. Mm. I think it should be called TV Everywhere, brackets, not free. <laughs> uh, Comcast and Time Warner are going to give cable subscribers access to premium television content right. via their broadband and at some stage later on mobile phone connections uh, and uh, and so they're going to start testing next month with uh, the TBS and TNT channels being shown on their computers so uh, they're taking material off Hulu is my understanding they're going to leave Hulu and start working on TV everywhere that they will expect people to pay for. So, I mean, will it be a subscription thing, or do you pay per show? They will expect people to pay for. No, when, right. Once, okay. <laughs> once you watch one, you just... <laughs> Thank uh, you for that. that, <laughs> you, that just, useful you just get thing. daily bills right. for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's how that works. Uh, apparently, there's nothing to stop television networks putting their content on both Hulu and TV everywhere. 
because TV Everywhere's contract will be non-exclusive, which means that you, for some things, you might be able, you might go to TV Everywhere and pay for it, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> or you could just go to Hulu and not pay for it. Exactly the same thing. I can't Why decide not? which one I do. But you watch the Hulu ads, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. If, if you're on Hulu, you have to watch the Hulu ads. But they're really... There's nothing to stop them from playing ads on the TV every week. No, no, there's not. That you pay for. Correct. Correct. Uh, so, interesting things afoot in, uh, in internet television in the US. Uh, I think it's all going to hell in a handbasket. John. No. no. Who? Brett. Brett. Uh, what are we up to? Uh, Chaser. This is not having our own laptops, isn't it? Slick. We don't have our own laptops. We don't have a guest. We don't have our own studio. It's very, very strange. So, um, hey, uh, the Chasers War on Everything uh, was uh, back on air last week after being sin binned for a couple of weeks. Um, I laughed a couple of times. A couple of times I laughed. There had been a question as to whether the two weeks that they weren't on air would be if if like the whole the whole scheduling was pushed forward two weeks, or if they lose that that two weeks of of airtime, um, it turns out uh, that they have lost the two weeks of airtime. There are only five more episodes uh, coming up. This was uh, announced by uh, Courtney Gibson, um, I believe. Uh, Courtney Gibson, the new head of comedy at the ABC. Yeah, yeah, and uh, off the back of that. Uh, it, there was an interesting report that came up over the week because uh, the scapegoats uh, that got demoted uh, Amanda was Duthie. Amanda Duthie. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, according to the Australian's uh, media section, uh, Courtney Gibson had actually demanded the demanded and received the tapes uh, of the uh, offending chaser episode for the purposes of reviewing the material before it went to air. Um, Co- Courtney Gibson had Courtney yes, Gibson only were on her desk and, and wasn't watched according to the report. Well, and she was she was head of light entertainment mm-hmm. at the time, I believe. Uh, so why isn't Courtney? Why is Amanda? Du- Maybe Amanda Duthie just didn't want to be in comedy, and so she just moved to a different area. Well, um, and it, they just used that as an excuse to go. Ah, well, that's all good. Yeah, so so she had uh, passed the tapes up the chain of uh, management there, uh, but was still the one to uh, receive the penalty uh, because Courtney Gibson hadn't bothered to watch them right before they went to air, um, which kind of sucks, and and sounds very much like uh, Ch- uh, the ABC. Uh, Mark Scott just took the closest scapegoat that he possibly could before actually looking into what had actually happened. Uh, in detail, because Ray Rudrud was uh, saying it's disgusting. Yeah, it's you know what the whole thing was just a farce. Mm. It was just all a big farce. Speaking of farces, John Richards, okay, you're a farce. No, no, no idea no. how I meant to work that one in. No. Um, uh, <laughs> It's from from the Daily Mirror, so it could be a complete load of nonsense. It could uh, be. It, it could farcical. Be, it could be farcical. It could be a farcical. Built for two. Um, there is a report that this year's uh, special for children in need, which is a, a English BBC um, big charity thing for kids. Every year, Doctor Who's done a, a piece for it. Um, this year, there's talk that there'll be a 15-minute show which has all 11 
Time Lord incarnations in there. So all 11 Doctors up till now will be appearing in this one segment, including Matt Smith. Including the dead ones. Including the dead ones. The dead ones and Matt Smith, who hasn't actually gone to air yet. So it'll be the first time I see him as the Doctor. Um, There is a lovely quote from a source. It's been a logistical nightmare getting all the actors together and available for shooting on the same days, especially since three of them are dead. Um, but the, apparently the, the, the three dead ones are going to appear in, in bits of archive footage. The idea is that the Doctor, played by David Tennant, will need to find something and all his other incarnations will be helping him out in some kind of way. Now, it, you, you remember the three Doctors as yes. a, a series of, of five episodes? And the five Doctors? Four, four episodes from 1973. And yes, and then the and five Doctors the, the one-off movie from 83. And there was also 93. There was Dimensions in Time. Um, never played in Australia because it's completely awful. And it was, um, it was all the, the then living and, and hired doctors, so not the ones in the future. So um, Doctors 3 through 7 uh, on the set of EastEnders. And there was maybe like a, a time thing, so they kept zipping back and forth as to, you know, one minute it's Pertwee, then it's Tom Baker. And they had lots of people from EastEnders in it and various companions like uh, Louise Jameson dressed as Leela, only she was now like, you know, 40 or whatever. And, uh, oh, right. You can YouTube it, kids. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, so those, those two, uh, I'm talking about three doctors and mm-hmm. five doctors. Uh, in those, all the doctors came together, but, but now there are 11 doctors. Mm-hmm. Why weren't there 11 Doctors in the Three Doctors and 11 Doctors in the Five Doctors? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's probably something to do with the, the Blinkovich limitation effect. It would, oh. uh, it would break the space-time continuum. It would, it would break. If, it, yeah. if we're uh, privy to the future Doctors. Because you've, you've got your own timeline, haven't you? You've got to go down your own timeline or but, something like that. Like, I if, they, if they do if that, the, then they, the have two... to send, they have to send one of the Doctors back to the 1950s to uh, explode a hydrogen bomb. I, I understand that if, if the two Brigadiers touched, that would destroy <laughs> the space-time <laughs> This is curious, so that if, it, if this really happens, and they, they really do have basically a bit of the future Doctor, that is kind of, kind of interesting. Yeah, that's, that's the first time well, that I'll oh, go... you haven't let's... met me yet. Yeah, but I'm coming soon. Because, uh, of course, according to uh, Doctor Who lore, the most they can have is 12... Well, I think it's twelve regenerations, thirteen bodies. I ah. suspect we'll just we'll see that just disregarded. Disappear. I think that will just, just vanish. They'll find a loophole by the time. I think they'll just never mention it again. Myself, I think that's more likely what they'll do. They'll just never, never mention it. Right, right. Because they came up with that, yeah, back when there was only five of them, and it seemed kind of more rational to <laughs> go. Oh, we got plenty of time. We'd never have more than thirteen <laughs> yeah, doctors, and happen. nobody will ever need more than six hundred and forty k memory <laughs> in their computers. <laughs> It's just outrageous. Why would people think you'd need more? And also, no one pays attention to this kind of nitty-gritty fan stuff. No one's going to no. remember it. Yeah, No, yeah. no, no one's going to remember no. any of that. None of those fans are obsessive. None. <laughs> Forget about it. Uh, I have been reporting from time to time about the state of television in Venezuela with uh, President Hugo Chavez uh, trying to shut down... Uh, well, first, he, he shut down Radio Caracas television, Uh which uh, that was about eighteen months ago, I think, and uh, and more recently he has tried to shut down Globovision, uh, which is uh, also a, another television station that has had uh, criticism of Hugo Chavez. Mm-hmm. Thousands of Venezuelans took to the streets, holding separate protests to support and condemn. Uh, so some some were supporting Globovision, some were condemning. Globovision. Uh, the protesters, uh, so, some were 
defending access to information and denounce the persecution against Globovision that seeks to close it permanently. They said in a statement, uh, others just liked the idea of taking to the streets. No, I've made that bit up. Uh, there, there were protests both for and against, though, weren't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there were protests for and against. Which I so love the idea of just, yeah, general kind of, you know, everyone gets to go. I support something. Uh, I, I love that idea. Was there an ambivalent protest? That would have been quite interesting. Uh, there, was, there was going to be an ambivalent protest, but they stayed home. Okay. It's, uh, so, anyway, the television, the, the state of television in Venezuela is uh, rapidly decreasing, I think, uh, and we need to do something. So, why don't we just ship a whole bunch of neighbours over there? Uh, neighbours from here? Yeah. That brings everyone together. Ah, oh, yes. Neighbours. Everyone loves that. Yeah, everybody loves, loves good neighbours. That's that's true. That's the conditional. Yeah, that's true. So maybe neighbours neighbor from like 1989, when it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, send some of that over. Plus, in 1989, hardly any criticism in neighbours of Hugo Chavez. That is true. Strange that. Yeah. Um, hey, still uh, on the South American content, uh, it's a Bolivian television news channel that's uh, maybe uh, put a bit less into fact-checking than they uh, <laughs> perhaps should have, much like Richard Wilkins, uh, by screening a couple of shots that uh, the claim was they were pictures from the Air France flights uh, that's went down, in fact, uh, exclusive like pictures. Like pictures from inside the from flight in, itself. Inside the, the flight of the plane. A recovered Casio Z750 camera. Um, and uh, and they were a, very a, dramatic images. A serial number traced to its owner, Paulo G. Muller, an actor from a well-known children's theatre on the outskirts of Porto Alegre. How well-known? Like, I've never heard of the uh, children's <laughs> theatre from Porto Alegre. Extremely well-known in Bolivia. Okay. Yes. Um... Uh, but uh, the the footage, the shots themselves were actually uh, stills taken from the US hit TV show Lost uh, of people uh, sitting in their seats, looking towards the back of the plane, well, someone's with no back of the plane, out of the plane. with somebody yeah. actually flying out. They were amazing photos. Uh, they looked expensive. Well, they were, they were in widescreen now. Yeah, they were in widescreen. <laughs> that's true. The, uh, well, you know, my my camera takes photos in widescreen. There's, mm-hmm. you know, I can I can take sixteen nine photos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Often I choose not to. Sometimes I do. Sometimes it's nice to have a panorama. But uh, the uh, the the thing is, these none of these stills showed Matthew Fox. No, <laughs> is is there, that, is that was, what we're aiming uh, for for news now? Eventually, Lily was in it. What, was she? Yes. See, I I didn't I didn't recognise it. It was so blurry. It was so blurry, and the news announcer uh, was had it's such a, a I, I would say shocking face. That uh, that I couldn't really concentrate on it. Also, also a shocking pronunciation of the English language. It was terrible. I, no, I she was speaking Spanish. Almost uh, understand Spanish. any words that uh, uh, maybe one of the one of the other giveaways could have been that uh, the Air France flight went down at night time, and the shots were uh, oh, depicting daytime. Day. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you're like yeah, Miss Marple at the end of the episode, aren't you? Yes. Hey, um, Josh, you know how you were saying you wish MTV would do a TV series based on Teen Wolf, the, uh, the, the film from the 80s starring Michael J. Fox? 
this morning. Well, either Team Wolf or Team Wolf or Team Wolf Two. That's true. This this morning, I was I was talking with a client, and he he was trying to get me to explain how uh, his email was all set up, and I could do nothing but keep talking about how I wish MTV would do a series about Team Wolf. (laughs) Well, your wish may be coming true, my friend. What? MTV. This is from Variety. MTV is also pondering a reinvention, a reinvention, or I have to think a reimagining of eighties film Teen Wolf in series format with a greater emphasis on romance, horror, and werewolf mythology. Jeff Davis, Criminal Minds, is the writer, with Marty Andelstein from Prison Break executive producing. Well, that's got crap written all over it. Mm. Uh, the uh, uh, interesting, it's it's an interesting idea. As long as the Teen Wolf dance is still part of it, I think that's important. Uh, I also think it's uh, it's important if uh, obviously Michael J. Fox might not. Uh, you know, he's he's quite busy with his disease, but uh, Jason Bateman could maybe uh, maybe make an appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that would be exciting. I've got I've got heaps of ideas, <laughs> heaps of ideas. Now it's interesting that they're taking Teen Wolf and not the nineteen uh, I think it was nineteen fifties horror flick. I was a teenage werewolf. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I, I think that's. But who's seen that? Oh, I've I've seen. Oh, was that one of the very B grade B? Oh yeah, it was terrible. It was a guy in a mask. Yeah, it was, and he didn't play basketball. In a suit. In a suit. He didn't do that. Uh, Anyway, that is the box cutters news. Are you one of those that follows? Follows the Get me a jury and show me how you can say hinge your line. Go down on you. Still no guest, but <laughs> we have rung Triple R to check. The, uh, the, the, the there's this ad on at the moment, and it's got penguins in it. So straight away, you know it's for Optus. Oh, yeah, but it's also got pink in it. Oh yes, pop superstar pink. Yes. And she's trying to play her music, but the penguins are having a huge beach party. Oh, damn penguins. And it's too loud. For pink. For pink. With her 11,000 megawatt sound system. Yeah. Really? She has what? been touring for four months or something. She's probably quite tired now. And it's, it's, too, it, it's just too annoying for her. So... And she I kills some sworn. penguins? She kills some penguins? Is that what I, she does? Does she I kill them? Does she kill have, the penguins? She does not kill the penguins. I could have sworn I saw yeah. Aerosmith and Run DMC do this exact <laughs> same thing. But, you know, I could have There was a mistaken. brick wall between the two parties? Was there was... Uh, well, they were, just, they were just in different areas. Uh, and then she leaves her uh, recording studio to go to the penguin party and start singing on stage at the penguin party. Which I'm pretty sure I saw Steven Tyler do with Run DMC. What What is she singing? I don't know. Right. I mean, is it one of her songs? I'm are sure we, it's one of. I'm it's sure it's one of her songs. I'm going to start a fight. Yeah, she goes into. I'm, I'm going to start a fight. Shut up, you penguin. Oh, which is the na 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 song. Right. Yeah. So uh, which is also also known as the theme song to the Banana Splits. But then, so if if that's not crap enough, and make me lose any respect I may have had for Pink. Instantly. And penguins. You know what? Penguins take whatever work they can get. <laughs> At the end... <laughs> Don't Pink's, hate the penguins. <laughs> Pink's head pops out of an Optus logo. <laughs> and she just goes, yeah! <laughs> what? <laughs> end of ad. <laughs> what am I meant to buy? I don't, I don't even quite... Not it. Pink. 
I'd like to buy some pink. I think you meant to buy a uh, Optus penguins. I don't know. It's like an Optus prepaid or uh, Optus. If you've got annoying penguin neighbours, then <laughs> just jo- go and party with them and Optus. I have no idea. We had annoying penguin neighbours. We had to keep calling the police. Oh, really? Oh, no, they were bogans. Sorry, <laughs> oh. I, I, get, I get them mixed up. Easy, easy mistake to make. Yeah. So, uh, Optus, pink, penguins, happy feet. I don't buy it. Hi, this is Jim Shembury from The Age newspaper. Just telling you all to listen to box cutters if it's the last thing you do. Josh, Brett and John are the most informed, entertaining, funniest guys you'll ever hear over a pod. I still don't know what podcasting is, but apparently if you go onto the ARPANET, you can, you can get it. The ARPANET. Oh, the internet. I'm sorry. That was the old word for it. Yes. Box cutters. Listen up. It's great. Brett. This yes. is, uh, <sighs> it's, you know what? It's, it's very confusing, this whole show, because we still have no guest. He was supposed to come in. We should, we should ring up his answering machine and tell him that we've had sex with his granddaughter. Isn't that a I think that's what, I think that's what you do. I, think I don't think we can do that do. if she's 14. We otherwise, can. otherwise the vice president is going to be... Sorry, the fellow. I, I, I mean, I don't even know if he's got a granddaughter. Yeah. I, mean, I have no idea. I, I, I don't know either. But we can ring up and say that John's had sex with his granddaughter. Because I think it's just traditional yeah, you do sure? that. Yeah, yeah. That's, okay. that's my understanding. And yeah. then uh, old episodes of our TV show can be shown on Channel 7. <laughs> <laughs> and finally. Absolutely. Finally. Because I'm sick of those just sitting around doing nothing. <laughs> Human Giant is a show from MTV. In the US, uh, that aired in two thousand and seven. So two thousand and seven started, and uh, two thousand and eight was the second series. I'm doing this is a things you may have missed. It is a sketch comedy series, mm-hmm. uh, starring some people that you might recognise from uh, from television, particularly if you've seen Parks and Recreation. Uh, Aziz. Ansari. Ansari, thank you. I don't um, have notes for this at all. Also, the uh, the final season of, well, early on in the final season of Scrubs, uh, where he was playing Big Ed, one of the new interns. Oh, right. Who was the one that uh, wasn't taking it seriously and uh, kept on coming up with the catchphrases uh, and then eventually got kicked out by, uh, by Cox. You, you, you do realise you are the only person who has seen Scrubs up until that far? Really? No, yeah, they've, they've shown it on free to wear. I know. All the way through. And you're the only one who's seen it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, Brett. No one else knows what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Anyway. Big Ed. So, and we did, play, we did play a sketch by Human Giant on the show. A we did. Which, which With the killer pretty TV much shows. Pr- prompted this. Yes, so just to, to, if you're listening to the astronauts sketch about uh, the astronauts kidnapping people which, to hunt them on the, the moon. The rogue astronaut. Yeah, rogue astronaut. <laughs> which every, every now and then I find myself just driving along. My thoughts drift. I should probably be concentrating on traffic. <laughs> but my thoughts drift. I think of, and he's going to die on the moon. <laughs> and I just crack up laughing. Crash the car. It's all right. I'm heavily insured. But it did prompt us to have, have a look at Human Giant as, as a whole. It is a sketch comedy show. It's three guys doing sketches. It's pretty cheap. It's amazing. Yeah. It is just every single sketch is a great joke. The sketches don't go on for ages. If they if they reach the joke within twenty seconds, that's it. That's done. Joke's gone. There's there's none of this thing that we get with Saturday Night Live or that we got with Skit House or uh, well, I would say the later seasons of of Skit House, uh, where 
they need to fill time. So mm-hmm. even though the joke might be a two sentence joke, they just keep going because it's it's a lot easier than. Well, I know else. on one of the maybe full frontal I'm thinking now, but I remember someone writing one of them telling me that you had to write three sketches in the same location in in order to make it economically viable. You, you, if you wrote a sketch in a dentist, you had to then write two other sketches in a dentist because otherwise right. it, it wasn't it wasn't they couldn't afford to go out and film one sketch in a dentist. Whereas Saturday Night Live just have well, Saturday Night Live is a time thing, isn't it? They, they can own the sketches have to be seven and a half minutes yeah. long or something, some ludicrously long time. Really? Because sketches so apparently it's to allow other people to get into costumes to change, and it, and it goes between various ad breaks, and it's it's some weird Saturday Night Live calculation that they have to be this stupidly long, unfeasible, unfunny length. You'd think that uh, like they could just turn off the cameras and wait for them to get dressed and and then uh, keep recording. Once they were ready to go. I think it's the live bit that, that, that makes the problem there. Ah. Oh. When do they record that show? <laughs> uh, they, they do a, a, a preview on, on Saturday afternoon. Right. And then they might record it on Saturday night. Uh, live, I think, in front, in front of an audience. Oh. And, uh, and possibly even live to air in, uh, in New York. But that makes it shit. Yes. It does, yes. It does Whereas it Human yeah. Giant, entirely pre-taped. Entirely pre-taped, absolutely hilarious. Uh, to to say any more other than it's a sketch show and it is really, really very funny mm-hmm. w- would be to start analysing the jokes and and going through through each sketch, going ah, this one was funny and it was funny because of this. No, and, there's, and there's nothing funnier than that. That's the best way yeah. comedy works. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull it apart. Pull it apart. But I, I think it's also rare for the three of us to agree that a show is funny. And John, you you think Human Giant is funny. I, I do, but I must admit, I actually haven't got around to watching any of it. I've only seen the bits on the internet, and, and yes, that I was looking for when I was looking for specific sketches, such as the Astronauts one. So, um, yeah. I mean, I, but I love uh, Aziz Ansari. Is, that, is his name again? Cause he, Aziz Ansari. Every, yeah. time, every time he shows up in anything, he's great. He was in um, one of the episodes of... What was one of the terrible procedurals we watched uh, uh, in the last few months? Well, Lie to Me's or, or one of that oh, bunch. He yeah, turned yeah. up in like one scene as you know, exposition guy and I remember he was the, by far the best thing in the show and so yeah anything with him in I, I find quite watchable um, as indeed in, in Parks and Recreation it's, uh, he's, yeah. the, the other two guys well Paul Shear it has a very familiar face to me I'm not sure why that is because he looks like one of the beastie boys going on what it's 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 because he, he looks like no. Ed Rock no yeah 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 especially when he wears that cap looks like a thin Ed Rock Really? Yeah. That's I don't know. That's that's what he seems like to me. Uh, but yes. So Paul Shear, uh, who who is great, and is his uh, Paul Shear is is heavily balding. Yep. So he will often appear in uh, different kinds of wigs, which shouldn't be funny, <laughs> but is. So was there no series three then? I mean, was the show deliberately wound up? After series there was two? there was talk about a third series, uh, but it kind of just didn't take off. Um, but uh, they they were both released on DVD with uh, extras like some of Aziz Ansari's uh, stand up stuff, and some of their guesting roles on other shows uh, like uh, was it Conan? One of those. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, uh, but uh, they haven't turned back up on MTV. Uh, they did apparently do a twenty four hour. Uh, human Giantathon, at one point where they did twenty four hours straight of Human Giant. Uh, h- how are, are there? 
<laughs> Are there 48 episodes of it? Uh, no. Do they just keep showing the same ones in a loop? Uh, well, that may have actually been a, a life kind of thing. Uh, let me just see if I can look it up while you uh, continue talking. Uh, yeah, I've got nothing else to say other than it's hilarious, Brett. So... Uh, if uh, if you want to come back with information about that oh. later on in the show, what? Paul Shear, Donny the Page, the evil page out of Thirty Rock. Oh, ah, oh, right. Who wants yeah. Ken's blazer? And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. And there's there's a third guy as well. And uh, that third guy, he's great. He's, he's great. They're Rob, all good. Rob Hubel, uh, yes. who was also uh, he was the host on Milf Island on Thirty Rock. Uh, right. Um, this is also the most poorly the, researched also, things you may uh, have missed we've ever done. <laughs> in Arrested Development and uh, a couple of times in Curb Your Enthusiasm. You know, I was, I, I was kind of relying on having access to the internet. Yeah. I shouldn't do that, should I? Print things off on bits of paper. No, it's it was terrible. Brett's segment. It's horrible for the forest. It was forests. Brett's idea for a segment. We're saving the He planet. was in charge. <laughs> Brett was in charge. I know, that's funny. I should never leave Brett in charge of anything. <laughs> anyway, that's things you may have missed. It's uh, it's Human Giant. There'll be uh, links on the blog to where you can purchase it if you if, if you do want to see it. Um, yes, or uh, maybe even uh, some, some web sourcing. Letter posted. I have a letter. Did you read it? You're a godsend. Save you. No, I'm... Well, I, I guess still isn't here, but I'm really holding out hope. Are, are, are you? you? Yeah. Are really? you? I can, any, any minute now. <laughs> you think it's still going to happen? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll have a great interview when it happens, too. We'll all go, well, we're, we're glad that happened. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what I'm going to say? Uh, word for word. Yeah. I'm glad that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I'm not just going to say, that, well, that's for heaven's sake. Also my very new low-key show for Channel 10 afternoons. I'm glad that happened. <laughs> <laughs> when people come in and tell us, you know, okay things that happened to them and instances they were mildly pleased about. I'd like it if they, uh, if they, if they still had to go through a blue door. <laughs> someone just comes through a blue door, closes that door, someone inside the room says... Well, I'm glad that happened. <laughs> and then goes to and scene. <laughs> Done. I'd like to... Uh, Every time I laugh, it sounds like Muttley. <laughs> I'd like to say uh, to Alex... Give Box, me a medal. Give me a medal. Box cutter uh, uh, or, or just uh, just ask. Um, get that phone off. <laughs> probably our guest. I <laughs> uh, just want to say to Alex Box cutter, uh, uh, do you think it's so great now hearing so much of me on this show? <laughs> Yeah. Hey, so we had uh, we had an SMS ju- during the week. Mm. Uh, who killed Michael Jackson? Was that you or the Chaser Boys? And well, the, the, clearly, it's the Chaser. There's a few comments on the blog as well, uh, accusing you of of your lethal tongue. Yeah, I. You know what? I didn't actually mention Michael Jackson. I, I don't think I've mentioned Michael Jackson since the Bashir thing, which was two years before we did this show. And uh, still, two years. That's not a lot to live for, is it? That was... Th- that was... Uh, I'm just saying, if you mention them, they get 24 months from, from that, that point. <laughs> that's still... No, no. Yeah, yeah, that's It was two hard. years before we started doing this show. So that makes it 2003. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, you know, which, really, that's like uh, more than 10% of his life. So, uh, I don't think I can... Uh, I, I can be okay. guilty of that one. Farrah Fawcett, well, yeah, we had mentioned her in the news, but she was going to die. Ed McMahon. 
Did I mention Ed McMahon? Apparently. Uh, Alex asks if there's a statute of limitation on Josh's vocal death curse. Why? When did I mention Ed McMahon, Alex? Uh, I guess it would have been a while ago. Right. Uh, yes, there is a statute of limitations. Apparently. Well, I'm, saying, I'm just saying yes. 2003. I'm saying yes, there is a statute of limitations. Okay. I, right. think, uh, I, th- I think it has to be a reasonably recent uh, amount of time. I think so. Mm-hmm. You're not convinced? Jim. No, I'm not remotely you're, convinced. You're not convinced. Know. Probably just if we if we recall that Josh mentioned somebody, then he killed them. Yes. Um, <laughs> now we, we have if it's, if it's in, within human memory. We also had some some not death related letters. Have you got any of those things? <laughs> we did. We had one from uh, Sophie who uh, who says, "Guys, I was just listening to an old episode where you mentioned Jason Jones as being an American. Actually, he's Canadian born in Ottawa." The capital of Canada. So there, colon P. And then there was a follow-up. That's a, that's a uh, sticky outy tongue emoticon. Yeah, although this is colon P full stop. Oh. So I think it's sticky outy tongue with a with pimple a bit on a the tear. chin. Oh, I, I was going to say beauty spot. No, you know, in a kind of French Revolution-esque kind ah. of... Uh, no, Marie Antoinette. Marie Antoinette. A, a beauty spot you'd Should put like, above on, the lip. Your, on your cheek you above can, the lip. You, no, you can put it on your chin. A beauty spot can go on the chin. No, no, you can't put it That's just a mole, isn't it? Look, let's go to beautyspots.com and see what they recommend for their official... if I had access to the internet. But are you sure that's accurate, Josh? Well, then... Anyway, a follow-up, yes. A follow-up. Oh, shit, is the subject. The previous subject was Jason Jones. This one. Oh, shit. Actually... He's from Hamilton, a town known for its biker gangs and steel mills. Oops, Sophie, XXX. Uh, I also like the oops thing, because I'm not sure if Sophie's saying, you know, what a shame it is a town's known for its biker gangs and steel mills. Or if she's just, you know, oops, a daisy. Uh, but is that uh, the same province? Uh, probably Hamilton, Ontario. I imagine that's probably what she's, she's going for. Uh-huh. So he wasn't a newfie or anything? That's all cool. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think you can start calling people names, Brad. <laughs> no, from Newfoundland. That's that's another province of uh, Canada. Uh, speaking of Canadian things, uh, Sophie also added something to uh, the blog over the week, saying I had no idea that Bananas in Pajamas was Australian, uh, which leads me to ask: Do they revoice? Yeah, they do. Bananas they do revoice. It's, it's one Canadian. of the best because yeah, she thought it was a Canadian production. Yeah, it is yeah. one of the brilliant things about Bananas in Pajamas. Being that their mouths don't move, they can revoice them in any language, which is, which is also why, and I mentioned Johnson and Friends last week as well, it's why Johnson and Friends was so popular uh, as, a, as a precursor, because they could sell it to everywhere, mm-hmm. and everywhere could think that it was theirs. Actually, I got an email from Dave AA of the AA Battery Fortunes, um, mm. the, the AA Battery Heiress. He emailed to say that... Um, the whole notion, I'm sorry, paraphrasing here, the whole notion of, of trying to make the bananas CGI and, and, and computer animated because you know, young kids need this new cool things. And they're young kids. It's all new to them. <laughs> <laughs> People in suits is new to them. They're young kids. Like, and I thought that was actually a very good point, that it doesn't matter what the... You know, they haven't seen any of it. It's all yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, it's, it's just uh, sexing, sexing up bullshit for the accountants mm-hmm. who are paying... Well, and, and I know... watch those get greenlit. I know, you know, two to four-year-olds who are mad for bananas in pyjamas and aren't going... I'd really like you to put on a banana, bananas in pajamas DVD, but if it could be CGI <laughs> yeah. instead of live action people in because it's just people in suits in freaking it's space. Just, <laughs> it's just 
It's just people in suits. That's what that's what the Do two year olds are saying. Cigars as well. I like the image of a three year old smoking a cigar going in freaking space. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Yes. It's, 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 there's, yeah. There's absolutely no need for that. Uh, any of it. Any of it. We also got a letter from Jet Girl who says, "Hey guys, I just listened to Ep One Eighty Four. So this, you know, just a few weeks behind. Yeah. And wanted to respond to Josh's invitation to share our favourite before school, after school shows. As a child with very strict parents, and this is, a, I might cry, reading this out because right. it's right. it's sad. As a child with very strict parents, I was never allowed to watch TV after school, but now I'm a grown up school teacher. I can watch whatever I like. So I vote A Town Called Panic as my favourite after-school show. Unfortunately, I only ever caught a few sporadic episodes on the ABC, but have managed to source quite a few online and love it. Jet Girl. How sad. People people grow up not being able to watch TV after school. I knew someone who couldn't watch science fiction as a kid because it would make him gay. You, you can guess the end of the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. yeah. Now... Yeah. Science yeah. fiction fan. And, and mad for cock. Right. Yeah. So think <laughs> mad, of that, young parents. Mad for laser cock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's letters to box cutters. If you want to send us a letter, you can. Hooray at boxcutters.net is the email address. There's also a link on the blog. Uh, you can click a, click, click a button that says contact us or talk to box cutters or something like that. Also, you can text us 0458 cutter. Letters to box cutters. Please send them. We love them. If you watch one thing. John, you're uh, you're a bit sick. I am. I am. Oh, I'm looking forward to our guest. I'm really excited. Any minute now. Really? Yeah. You think any I guess, minute now, I guess. Because we're getting towards arrive. the end of the show. Oh, uh, yeah, but yeah, it'll, it'll be worth it. Okay. When that guest arrives. Okay. <laughs> if you were going to watch one thing this week, though, yeah. what, what would it be? I would actually watch, and, and thanks to Shannon Marinko for pointing this out. And I, God, I hope his surname's Marinko now that I've said it out loud. Um, Shannon from the Bazero Project, who, mm. who's ah, a yeah. guest on the program, um, he emailed us this week to say that uh, he has an amazing new show on. It's on uh, Channel 31. I see involved with he, that. He, he's written it, in fact. Um, it's a show called The In- Invisible Inaudible Family. Um, you can watch it on Channel 31 oh. on Thursday at midnight. Uh, it's repeated it's on Sunday at 4.30 in the morning, and you can also watch it on YouTube. It's kind of oh, interesting I think, saying I think I'll that choose YouTube. he's written he's it. Written it. He's written it. I, th- I don't know if he's written all 13 episodes. There Did are 13 episodes in the series. Was was he the special uh, dialogue script editor? Oh, I think he's written the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, but basically, I don't know if you've watched any of this yet, uh, Josh. No, no, no. I haven't. It, it's, it's, it's a traditional sitcom. It starts off with a, a theme tune, which is like, you know, I, I can't see you, but I know that you're there with pictures of uh, empty photo frames. And then it goes to the little setup of the house, the little and then goes inside the house and proceeds to film an invisible, inaudible family for the next twenty-five minutes, um, in in you know shot reverse shot kind of thing, and and then there'll be laugh track. It's got canned laughter on it. Yes. So every few seconds after the inaudible dialogue from the invisible family, you'll get a laugh, and then occasionally there's a big cheer. Obviously, a new member of the family has entered the entered so the house. It's, uh, mm-hmm. So so it's it's a little bit like. Uh, Everybody loves Hypnotoad. It's a little bit like that, yes, um, and a little bit like uh, Empire State by uh, by Andy Warhol. And the, <laughs> I, I don't think you actually need to watch it. It's just the fact that it exists <laughs> is the really cool thing. But it's done. It's it's full twenty five minute episodes of nothing, but all filmed 
yeah, so it's all basically filming people talking on couches without there being people on the couches actually talking, and and has this laughter all the way through it, and then the you know, little break where like the, the new scene goes with the, the exterior of the house and the little sting and. Oh, that's so cute. It's beautifully done. And it it now, really is 25 minutes? It's really 25 minutes. There's that's why really, it's midnight and 4.30. <laughs> yes. There's really 13 episodes of them. They're all on YouTube. As I go to air, they also get put them on YouTube so in, mm-hmm. in like three sections. Um, I think I managed about eight minutes of the first one, so I feel quite good. Uh, and you can go to uh, youtube.com slash user slash invisible inaudible. Um, and also, you can go. To, there's a website too for the Invisible Inaudible family, which is great because it just appears to be a white page, and you have to highlight it to find out where the actual text and links are. So that's you can, great. Yeah, Google the Invisible Inaudible See, family. That, that's the first time in a long time I've heard something on Channel Thirty One that I think is really pushing the boundaries and doing it, something. It, look, extraordinary. it really is. It's genuinely impressive. I think as a as a work, and that's the weird thing is I don't think you necessarily need to watch it. I think you should at least right. watch a few minutes of it. I think, I think just once you describe the concept, but 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 the fact that it's made much it. the full yeah, but the fact that it exists, you've got to be on there. acid to actually watch yeah. it. <laughs> and the fact they've committed I'd, to the whole thirteen amp run of it, I'd be curious to to hear from Shannon if he's actually written dialogue for it that that <coughs> is inaudible. If there is actually a storyline that's going, or whether there, it just says or whether gap it's laughter, just, yeah, yeah, two second gap laughter. Yeah, yeah. Or whether it's got shots put down because it, it is, yeah, it is filmed, yeah, with this this whole shot reverse shot thing. So you you kind of get the the you get the pacing of the comedy just without any of the actual people. In that's it. that's that's hilarious. Mm. Uh, you know, if I was going to watch one thing this week, mm-hmm. uh, I would watch a documentary on SBS on Tuesday the thirtieth, which is Tuesday this week. Docs slot. I'm not on SBS. Uh, I'm not passing judgment, Brett. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, that's what they call it. It hot just talks. sounds dirty. Hot dog slot. I'm, ju- I'm just, I'm just saying. It's 10 p.m. Tuesday, 30th of June. Mm-hmm. It's called Fellini. Now, the title in your guides will say Fellini: colon, I'm a born liar. Yes. However, it's a French documentary. In French, the title is Fellini: I'm a big liar. And in the film. Fellini uh, is talking about uh, when he shot his childhood town uh, and how he made the town look like it was when he was a child rather than look the, the way it actually was at that time. He says, I'm a big liar in Italian. So in Italian, it's I'm a big liar. In French, it's I'm a big liar. But no, in English, I'm a born liar. I don't know why. Don't let that spoil the, the documentary for you, though, because it's fantastic. Really? Don't let that piece of sheer pedantry spoil yeah. the documentary don't, for me. Don't let that, don't let that little <laughs> bit spoil the, it, it is, As much as it sounds like it did for Josh. Because yeah, that's what's a vital point that will alter the whole documentary enjoyment well, he, for me. He actually, he, he mentions, he, he says that uh, about 15, 20 minutes into the, into the documentary, uh, it, at which point I went... Thank God I can get over that and just enjoy the, the rest of the document. And it is a, a magnificent look into the mind of uh, one of the great cinematic geniuses. And uh, and there are uh, interviews with Italian collaborators, collaborators French collaborators, uh, but also Terence Stamp makes an appearance. Uh, Donald Sutherland uh, talks about him. And Terence Stamp and Donald Sutherland don't necessarily have nice things to say about him, but they're very honest. And, uh, and Fellini is very honest in it. And De Sica is very honest in it. And, and it's really just uh, a, a fan... If you're at all interested in uh, I- Italian uh, expressionist cinema or uh, or just cinema in general, Fellini, 
I'm a born liar on SBS. Or a big liar if you're oh. overseas. A big liar if you're, if, if you're uh, French or Italian. Uh, SBS, Tuesday 30th of June at 10pm. Uh, and uh, I was going to uh, suggest how to make love to my wife is uh, my one thing. Uh, but uh, I thought it was cheating a little bit because Catherine Devaney actually covered it uh, in her back of the A2 section on Saturday's Age. So Why uh, is Catherine Devaney making love to your wife, Brett? Because she's she's better than uh, the the main character in How to Make Love to My Wife, um, who's apparently never given her an orgasm. Um, so I won't tell you that it's on ABC Two on Wednesday night at nine twenty. Uh, instead, watch the night James Brown saved Boston, which goes to air on SBS One nine fifty on Saturday night, uh, which is uh, a doco type thing from uh, April five nineteen sixty eight, the morning after the assassination of Martin Luther King. Uh, where in Boston, uh, James Brown had a concert on and uh, urged uh, everybody to keep calm, and uh, they did. Oh, so James Brown saved Boston the city, yes. not Boston the, the band. band. No, 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 not Boston the band. Uh, oh. This was on the film festival, I believe, last year. Oh, really? Very, very well received. The, the Melbourne, mm-hmm. Melbourne, Melbourne film International Film Festival. Uh, so that's, uh, if, if you watch one thing, it should be one of those three things. Okay, question three. Which yeah, canal? All these going to be about war. No, I got loads of. I got one on tennis. One on the Suez Canal. Loads. Okay, question three. Which canal links the Mediterranean with the Red Sea? Ah, last week's quiz question was the same as the week before was. It, it was, yeah. and uh, and and the question was: Can you name the theme to the streets of San Francisco? And can you? Yes. What is it? The Streets of San Francisco. Oh, okay. Brett, who, who wrote Streets of San Francisco? Uh, that was Henry Mancini, surprisingly. Ooh. It was uh, very funky and, and kind of unlaid back like uh, the Pink Panther. It, it, it was. Uh, the, uh, the thing to remember with, uh, with Mancini and the Pink Panther and the Streets of San Francisco, none of that has anything to do with Carl Molden and American Express. Okay. But Carl Molden was on the streets of San Francisco. Essentially, what I did there, yeah, American what Express. I did there was uh, I started saying something, completely forgot what it was, ah. and then uh, just tried to say something else, and then the the looks on your faces <laughs> made me realise that what I had said made no sense at all. I, I was waiting for the rest of it. Yes, yes, me too. And uh, Carl Molden never played Mr. <coughs> Wong, Mr. Wong. Yeah, yeah, Carl, Carl Molden never, never played Mr. Wong uh, in the American Express ads. Oh, what kind uh, were they? With, with, uh, with American Express traveler's checks, you could buy yourself a crumpler bag. <laughs> <laughs> and It's a beautiful link. Damien Borg has won himself a crumpler... Yeah. Crumpler something pouchy. Pouchy thing. A pouch. A, it was a, either a huja or a thirsty owl. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's either. Huja, I'm thinking, but it's yeah. either a chicken strips holder. Yep. Or a or, schnitzel holder. Or a, or or a the, parmigiana holder. Yeah. It's, it's one of those. Mm. It's either of those. Damien, congratulations. Uh, you had a crea- c- correct answer and you did not try to assimilate us once. You never get that <laughs> joke, I'm sure. I'm sure that never happens to you. No, that never all. would. Why would it? Yeah, it wouldn't. It <laughs> no. wouldn't. Uh, so, Damien, I'll be in touch during the week, and uh, and you can find out how you can get your prize. Uh, for uh, the uh, forward-looking part of this segment... Um, soothsaying, I think. Soothsaying part. Soothsaying part of yeah. this segment? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's around about time that we announced... 
a new competition, an ongoing competition for uh, the fantastic prize of a crumpler bean bag. <laughs> Which we actually have, so you'll receive it very quickly <laughs> after you win it, whoever does, does win it. Um, but I so hope it's me. To, uh, it's, it's not a simple, uh, simple question. Uh, we need a little bit of uh, participation on your part uh, to enter this one. We're calling for pitches for new shows. Not, uh, not pictures. No, pitches. We want, we want you to give a pitch like as a pitch you would man. to, to a, uh, a TV network uh, to get a new production up. So, for we example, want, want, I, I uh, mentioned earlier that Channel 10 show. That's really quite adequate, or whatever it was that uh, I referred oh, uh, to. Uh, I'd, uh, <laughs> I'm glad that happened. I'm glad that happened. So, for example, yes. For example, or, uh, uh, or, or sharks, sharks riding horses. horses. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there you go. That's another one. Many excellent shows that we've pitched on this program. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, midgets Without Saddles, yeah. I think, is... Is, is one of my favourites. without saddles. Midgets, midgets without saddles. Now, how should they pitch these, Brett, though? What, what, are, we, what are we wanting from them? Well, I think I, that there are so many good ideas out there for, for shows that we just haven't seen. We'll be giving points for originality, humour, and uh, the quality of the, the, the show idea. Um, and from, should it, should from it be from in print? Answers. Should it be audio? I think should it's, it be model I, and clay? I, mean, I, I think it's, it's whichever way you think is the best way. Oh, express it your own way. Express it your own way. That means glitter. It, do, it does mean glitter. It well, means I'm not opening it. up any envelopes <laughs> in no. my... Uh, in my car, house, anywhere, no glitter. Let's say no, no glitter, no glitter allowed. No, no you can't. You can't say express it your own way, but no glitter. That's that's. Wrong. I think that's fair. Express it. Express it your own way. So audio tapes, video. Uh, please let us know if we can put stuff. up Actually, on CDs the, would be better than audio tapes. Uh, we don't have many tape recorders. I've got. I've got one. At, I've got one at home. Uh-huh. I can use wax cylinder. Uh, wax cylinder. Anything. Anything you can do. Model it in clay. Uh, please let us know if uh, we can put uh, some pictures up on the website to give people an idea of, of what's going on. Yes, and uh, I, I don't think that uh, that we should restrict people to only putting in one entry for this competition. Oh, um, as many as as many as you like. It's a free for all as as far as uh, the number of pictures you want to uh, put a- in. Am I right in thinking that what what we're going to try to do? I, and I'm saying we're going to try to do this. <laughs> No, no. Because the first prize in this competition is the Crumpler Beanbag. It's a, it's a big prize. It's with a major a, prize. With, with second prize, if we can pull it off, uh, actually uh, putting you in touch with somebody <laughs> that you can put that pitch to. Second prize. We haven't, we haven't yet organised no, no. that. I think the idea was, yes, we were going to see if we could make, maybe get a, a celebrity judge of some sort in to help yeah, us. Yeah. That was some, where we were going some with kind of some kind of television but, executive. But for the moment, to go with to. the love but of the beanbag. I, I, think that, I think that Boxcutter's listeners are intelligent enough. Well, we, we clearly have the cream of the intelligentsia uh, podcast listeners. That, uh, Sounds like a euphemism. We should, have, we should be uh, getting some, some quality pitches, and uh, we may actually be fully uh, influencing the, the future of Australian television here. So, Brett, where can people send their pitches? Their pictures? No, no their, their, their pictures. pictures. Uh, well, hooray at boxcutters.net uh, to, uh, let's say, Triple R, which yes, is uh, in clay. P.O. Box uh, something in East Brunswick, <laughs> or 221 Nicholson Street, East Brunswick. Uh, I, I keep on thinking of the Fitzroy address, um, or uh, on the back of a postcard to uh, <coughs> boxcutters at Triple R. Uh, 
I, I think I think if you can write a pitch on just on the back of a postcard, you've either got much too small writing or you're not trying hard enough. Could be a high concept. You know. DeVito, Schwarzenegger, twins. Now when we oh, when we when we talk know. about a pitch, like how how in depth are we talking? Uh, you, you guys have pitched to the networks. <laughs> yeah, successfully. I'd mm. like uh, <laughs> I'd like to know uh, uh, you, you know, Do we need a, a them premise. to budget it? Oh, no, no, no. I think we just need to know the title uh, and what it's about. And, yeah, uh, and anything that you premise, think will sell us on... Premise, on, yeah. concept. If, if you think that there are actors who should be cast in it, mention those. That's always good. Give us a really good idea of, of what it is that's, uh, that's, that's coming along. Uh, I think uh, any information that you can put in there that you think will help us. And, of course, any picture that isn't anyway audible is quite good because then we can play some of it on the show. Yeah, that would be, uh, that, that would be wonderful. Yeah. So if you've, got, if you've got audio grabs from the pilot... For example. Or, yeah. example. or if you want to just uh, shoot us in the pilot and we'll put it in the video podcast. There is, there is no video podcast. Oh, I, I think, Josh, you may, you may find yourself a little bit surprised if you go to boxcutters.net slash vlog. Why would I do that if there's no video podcast? Because there is a video podcast. I don't there. think I can't is. believe that we didn't announce anyway, that over Or very last loud month. clay. So, yes, just send us yeah, yeah, stuff. Oh, loud clay. Yeah. Uh, yeah if, uh, but you can't use my idea. Of uh, of a TV show, which is uh, a show called Audiograms from Pilots. You can't use that. But if you do have audiograms from Pilots, please send those in. Uh, that's our new Crumpler beanbag quiz. We're going to be running that for weeks. Uh, yes, we'll, we'll give well, you the full uh, details of that next week. Entries um, uh, close Halloween. Halloween? Halloween. 31st of October. We want, a, we, we want, we want lots of pitches. If entries close thirty first of October, yeah, uh, then when are we going to announce the winner? Uh, on All Hallows Day. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you announce the winner? <laughs> I just think that's okay. Fine. We've got some weird parallel universe where everything's sort of witch related. Thirty first. The new Beltane season coming up. You've got. You've got yourself five months. No, it's not that far away. <laughs> You've got yourself four months. We're, we're almost in July now. Yes. <laughs> four months. Show's gone strange. It started strange, John. Anyway, send us your pictures as quickly as you can. I'm, I'm, guessing, I'm guessing that by the time uh, we, we actually decide upon a date, it might not be four months. <laughs> It might not be. That's what I'm saying. Start working on things now. We'll work out the details later. It's a rolling deadline. <laughs> hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. Ah, pork is on the table. I've got some pork. Oh, please. It's self-serving pork, because I believe, aren't we um, self-sourcing pork? Aren't we, aren't we having a break? Uh, is it official? Have we... We, we, are, we are officially having a break, officially. For the next... Two weeks. Two weeks. So, so we won't be here in your ears. But, um, but we will. But we, well, we will. We will, actually. There'll be, there'll be a, another form of it in your ears. But um, and also, Part of that form includes Ross McQueen. Hooray! Oh, You'll get to hear God, someone else. Of course, else. I hadn't... I yes. hadn't thought of the consequences. En- enjoy the notness of me. But if you want to enjoy the meanness of me while you're enjoying the notness of me and Ross, um, I will be doing a radio show here at Joy 94.9 from July 10th called the Outland Institute. 
um, from midday on Friday to so 2pm. Um, I believe uh, uh, Talking Television will be box cutters Josh Canal popping in to say hello. I, I hear he's good. <laughs> so, um, yes, just to tell us what's happening in TV in that week. Um, uh-huh. You've got 10 minutes, Josh. That'll be interesting. <laughs> It'll be fascinating to I see. I what had you- seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you, you thought you had seven minutes you've programmed for 21. We'll just see how that goes. Um, so yeah, two-hour show about pop culture. You'll be able to listen to it uh, on 94.9. If you're in Melbourne, you'll be able to listen live through the Joy website, joy.org.au, and you'll be able to download the podcast version, which is the program with all the songs missing. So it'll just confuse you when we talk about them. Um, and yes, that, that's, that's my self-serving pork. Well, I, I want to say thanks to Joy 94.9, who have allowed us to use their studios yet again. That's so nice to be welcomed back so nicely by uh, They actually like us here. It's quite surprising. I know. know They can't give us internet, but they like us. So, it's give and take. Mm -hmm. It's give and take. Uh, No trams this week. It's a a shame. I'd like to point out that Josh is sitting right next to a computer connected to the internet, but it's not wireless, so we can't use it. No, it's not. It's It's hard to use somebody else's computer. No, no, you can control it too. There's two mice. There's two mice's. That's over here. It, it's, you, Brett's got that one. You've got the keyboard. I don't have the keyboard. I don't I have a screen. I the keyboard around you. Oh, I hadn't actually thought of that. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, <laughs> they're lovely. They do have two computers in their studios. Uh, and uh, and so thanks very much to, to Joy. Uh, you can find them and John on the radio at 94.9 if you're uh, Melbourne metropolitan area. Yeah. Um, pork? Are you going to pork? Or no, have you no. already gone into the outro? I've gone into the outro. Okay. I did have some. Did pork. You have some pork? I can't think what it was. Though. Anyway, I'm too. You sure? Because it's this. lovely to hear your voice on the on the, on the, on the show. Pe- people so love that. Tell me. People people love that. Well, when it's nice and low, <laughs> and it doesn't sound like I'm putting it on. I love. <laughs> I love how your response to that was. I was really loving my voice last week. <laughs> I was. So I, I thought I would talk as much voice. as Actually, possible. Your response to it was all our guests are unprofessional with a microphone, <laughs> and the other two guys don't let me talk. <laughs> So it was both kind of abusive and pathetic at the same time. <laughs> and I loved the sound of my own voice. So I just wasn't paying any attention to any of that last week. Yeah, everyone, everyone comes out good out, out of that. <laughs> <laughs> everyone. That brings us to the end of Box Cutters episode 181. I want to say uh, no, oh, thanks, s- no thanks to our guest. I'm looking forward to our guest. He'll be great when he gets here. Not coming in. He's award nominated. Who was he again? Has he got a website? We can't can't, can't say. Really? We can't say because he he might appear in uh, in later episodes. Mm -hmm. He might. And and we don't want them to be able to identify who it was that we're (laughs) slagging off, I'm sure. Anyway, so, so you should know that uh, that in the outro, when it says uh, Triple R pretty much each and every week, this is not one of those weeks. This, this is, is the exception that this proves, is the, exception that proves, proves the rule. Hence, hence pretty mm. much. Uh, so, yeah, no thanks to our non-guest. Until next week. My name is... No, three weeks well, away. No, well, I'll, I'll, we'll still be here next week. From it's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll, just, it'll be flashbacks. My name is Josh Canal. I'm John Richards. <laughs> yes, you are, and I continue to be Brett Cropley. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week in retro form. Same bad time, same bad channel. And hey, let's be careful out there. Mm-hmm.
Box Cutters thanks 3RRR, whose studios we use to record this podcast pretty much each and every week. Find them on the web at rrr.org.au or 102.7 FM if you're in the Melbourne metro area. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go onto the iTunes Music Store or anywhere else you find us and leave a review. It will help other people find Box Cutters and then they can enjoy it too. Email us at hooray at boxcutters.net or via SMS on 0458 288 837. That's 0458 Cutter. That's it. This, this is a bit after the credits. It's already music, isn't it's, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the bit where we go, oh, by the way, Mike Munro, finger up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, freaking Mike Munro and, and piracy funds terrorism. Get freaked. On, on Sunday night last night. Right. Does terrorism fund piracy? That, that, that uh, oh. you, know, you, know what, you know what does fund terrorism? What's that? Governments. Yeah. It's proven time and time again. Yeah. Mike Munro, maybe do an expose on governments. Yeah, that'd Thought be about cool. That? Governments, up your ass, Mike Munro. That would be really cutting edge. Yeah, yeah, totally. Hi, this is Pete Smith. You've been listening to or have just missed Box Cutters. <laughs>